Uh, nice. National Garage Sale Day. That's um, weird. Well, it is a Saturday. Some people yeah, do people do go uh, garage sailing. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome to the girls who came to Sugar Makers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. I'm sorry, I yawned right in the middle. <laughs> no, that's okay. Like, as soon as we decided to be silent, one of my cats is like going to town in the litter box. And I'm like, <gasps> Oh no! Oh All no! Right. <laughs> there is an episode of ours where Haven's doing like before I could figure out time. Uh, I mean, sound and stuff. Where Haven's doing that, and it's like so bad. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. Oh well, it's a free podcast. What can we do? Yeah. Well, we talk about a show that like you know maybe 200 people have seen. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that are alive now. I don't know. People don't remember the show. I'm actually excited <laughs> that <laughs> I'm such a dick. No, I'm actually excited that people have been um. Uh, excited about the show and like and they I love how many times people on Twitter will like quote something or talk about something and I'll be like oh did that happen and like they know it so much but like we're not the professionals about this show at all no. <laughs> we just have a podcast and we watch the episodes we just bought the DVDs but people like know stuff and they like quote things and they uh like love it and I think it's that's absolutely great mm-hmm. oh I love it um anyway there we go uh podcast where we're yawning and our cats are messing with boxes <laughs> can't take it it's it's home home recording no studios yep. no do what you can. professional producers you're our producer we're not paying you to do it <laughs> so <laughs> this is what we get um would you like for me to tell you what the stupid holiday is yes <laughs> um it is i think national bowling day is probably the best bowling one because i liked um that they have a little bit of history. Now, it's this website, so the history might be <laughs> it weird. It could get wacky. It could get real weird, but let's get into it. I haven't read it beforehand, so who knows. Um, buckle up. Uh, buckle up. <laughs> While it is possible, the bowling. See, I have trouble saying it. Bowling. <laughs> How do people say it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm trying to say it like an old person. While it is possible that bowling style games existed in ancient civilizations around the world, we likely owe the modern game to the land of Germany. Kegels. I stopped because I was like, it's like Kegels? Because it's not spelled <laughs> the same way, so I don't think so. Kegels were used much like batons for protection or sport. What are Kegels? I don't, I don't know. know they would okay. They would place them at the end of an alley and roll a stone, attempting to knock them down. I like how they're used for protection or sport. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're, I guess, what pins are basically now. It was believed by knocking down the kegel, their sins would be forgiven. There is a lot to this. Yes. I don't understand. Wow. Mm. Okay. Well, they're not going to talk more about that. They're just going to jump to the next thing. <laughs> Okay, we don't need any more context than that. I don't know what a kegel is. I don't know what protection <laughs> from what. Your sins are forgiven. Like, who was playing this game? What oh, is happening? What's happening? Other lawn games, such as bocce and patank? Patank? Patanka. I don't, I don't know. know. May also be... <laughs> this is so bad, I should have read a 
before it. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> it may also be Ill precursors prepared. to bowling. American literature's first mention of nine pins in is in Washington Irving's Rip Van Winkle. Bowling, like many sports, was fodder for gambling. Oh. What? <laughs> How are you going to gamble? You can bet on anything. What? <laughs> it often came under scrutiny. In 1841, Connecticut passed a law prohibiting nine-pin bowling alleys. What? Because people <laughs> were gambling what? too much? In 1840- Only in Connecticut, it looks like. <laughs> oh, okay. Circumventing the law, alleys added one pin to the lineup. Oh. <laughs> Oh, because only nine pin bowling was banned. (laughs) That is genius. Oh, man. I like that. I love it. In 1905, the first rubber compound bowling ball was introduced. Oh, huh. I didn't realize that's what they are. Wooden balls made of, oh, crap. They threw some Latin at me. Lignum Mm. vitae. What does that mean? Is that a type of wood? Why did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> We're used up until then, but this modern ball launched a whole new era of bowling. I guess that's so they. I don't really understand how bowling balls are made. I feel like it would be an episode of um like reading Rainbow. Like they would go like to the bowling ball factory and like yeah. show us how they're made. I love that. Um, bowling was featured as a demonstration sport in 1988 Summer Olympics in Seoul, Korea. However, it has never returned to the Olympics. It has never returned. Oh my gosh! Um, oh my gosh! There's more history. The Bowling Proprietors Association of America sponsored the first National Bowling Day in association with the General Cigar Company in 1956. It was the accumulation of hundreds of bowling tournaments in 48 states, attracting millions of bowlers across the country, raising money for the American Red Cross. That's kind of cool. And then there was a final bowl-off that was televised in 1956 in Macon County, Illinois. That's pretty cool. Oh, man, I want to see a movie about that. I know. Oh, man. Could you imagine? Wonderful. Um, speaking of, that was a good segue for movies. I saw that um, Rooftop Cinemas is uh, uh, showing Big Lebowski uh, nice. in honor of National Bowling Day. I think what Kingpin is another one. Is that was that a movie? Yes. Kingpin? Uh, I've never seen it, but I think like what? Who, who's in it? Like Kevin Bacon? I don't know. Somebody. Um, <laughs> Dennis Quaid? I don't know. Somebody. Um, but um yeah, that's another that's another thing. So, National Bowling Day. Do you like bowling, Leslie? I feel like you do. I used to bowl a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We've been it's bowling together. That's true. Oh, okay. I um, I'm not good at it, but like I have a lot of fun. Since I know I'm not going to be that great at it, I have a lot of fun. Like <laughs> how I'm going to throw the balls and that kind of thing. <laughs> like. Like I, I mean, sometimes I think I actually have been I played some good games like when I was younger, and then I just didn't care. Um, but um, and then people get like really competitive. I'm like, this is not that fun. So, um, yeah. So I just have fun with it. I just like granny throw things and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's great. Oh, and then of course we had our episode of the show where the ladies are bowling against Went the bowling. most masochistic men ever. Or, no, sorry, uh, chauvinistic men ever. Yeah. Like, what is going on? I don't know. Um, did you have a sugar baker moment? Did uh, we perhaps kind of. share a sugar baker moment? Yeah, if you will? we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not a good week. So no. last night, uh, in order to cheer myself up, I decided to watch the lake house. So I got that <laughs> from Alamo as part and of then the, um, I sent you a text that said, buckle up. Cause I'm about to <laughs> live text this whole movie is to, to tell people that you are continuing your Sandra Bullock 
Yes. Watch fest. Sandra Bullock marathon. What is it? Is it just until you watch all the ones you want to? It's like not. It's not taking a particular month or week or anything. It's no, just like I just decided you feel like long. All right. Yeah, it'd be cool if it took until September 11th because that's when Oceans comes on Blu-ray, and it so could then I could like finish. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna take that long, but yeah. we'll see. We'll slow like, down. Finish with Ocean. <laughs> just slow down <laughs> or add more things. <laughs> You're like add Ooh. more things. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, if you've never seen Lake House, it is oh an my. utterly ridiculous movie that is really stupid cute oh because God. it's so Sandra Bullock bad. and Keanu Reeves. It was, everyone um, was so excited for them to be back together after Speed. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I watched Speed on whatever, Friday? Thursday night. I watched Speed on Thursday ah, night. So okay. I was like, well, clearly I need to watch the Lake House next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was enjoyable i hadn't i've seen it like a few times but i watched it like when it came out in the theater and have not seen it since then so a lot of these things like i just didn't remember you kind of like forget how ridiculous it is until you watch it again because you're you know you're wrapped up in the cheese of it um and i love how i think you started texting me like as i was heading home like so i was on call and had someone that needed me like up until the end of my shift literally like I set an alarm I was like that's the end of my shift and then and like they probably would not have let me leave uh, even though I do to set boundaries and except for the doctor came in I was like phew okay <laughs> like like I was like I gotta go and they're like oh but we're like nervous and I was like I know but like my shift's over I gotta go home I've done what I can you know whatever it's uh yeah. not to say that sounds like I'm some kind of heartless chaplain it's not true I was done with people who had been visited every week of every day this week I mean just because they're anxious and it was like okay we need to work something else needs to happen when sometimes they automatically call us when someone's anxious and that's not always um what needs to happen sometimes it's like psych needs to come and talk to them and give them like real you know practices <laughs> that are kind of mm-hmm. like help with your anxiety or the doctors do okay anyway but a little insight into my job I was leaving and then you started texting me <laughs> it was so funny because I <laughs> wanted to respond to everything um on the way home like everything uh and I decided that once I got home or eventually that I would um watch as well um yeah but so it was like we were them it we were exactly because not only at the am same I time, like but not yeah, because I'm like three hours behind you for one, mm-hmm. and then I because I was like walking my dog and like making dinner and all that kind of stuff. I wasn't watching until you were done, so it was yep. kind of like yeah, it was like where are them? <laughs> oh man, that movie is and like it was getting on my nerves last night. Like I was like <laughs> I don't maybe I'm not in the right mindset, but I was. <laughs> Like, I love when you're saying, like, where is the mailman? <laughs> where is the mailman? I was like, and I love how smart I was. That I was like, technically, there's no one living there when she is putting mail in. There's someone. Wait. Yeah. When she's putting the mail in, it's unoccupied. No, it's the other way around. No, he had just moved in when. So no one had been living there before. He was there. Oh, okay. That was so okay. So we were talking about the lake house, and then oh my gosh, the world I think, ended. I know, but we're back. But we're back. Um, we're back. Maybe someone was mad that we were like, we're not hating on the lake house. No, we're all. just talking about how much we enjoyed it. Yeah, and that just it makes. Oh yeah, the mailman. We're talking about the mailman. Yeah, wait, I don't. Yeah, it doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense. That's why I love if you guys, if anyone has ever heard the podcast, how did this get made? 
Oh you man, should. I still need to re-listen. Oh, you haven't. To oh. that episode. I have not yet because I finished it last <laughs> night and then I went to bed. Of course, I was. <laughs> li- I listened to it afterwards, like as I was going to sleep, and I have that episode like memorized. So as I was watching it, I really wanted to like send you quotes. It's so funny. Jason Mansukas, <laughs> the entire time, is so upset. So funny. Movie. and it's so funny because he also um. Uh, he loves it. He's like, if you ask what I cried, oh, I cried. <laughs> you know, but he's like, so he. I think he, I think he, um, of all the people on the panel, like really gets how I feel about it because like <laughs> he's like, as loves it, but it's like a mess. But he's like, this makes no sense, and he gets mad at it, and um, that's how the lake house is. Yeah, that's how the lake house. That's is. how it goes, and you just kind of. I will try to. I'll link to the, um, for those of you who have seen it and or don't mind the end being spoiled, <laughs> like the last like minute and a half of the movie and his reaction, somebody did a mashup on Tumblr of the oh video God. of the movie and then his reaction <laughs> and it's priceless. It's like, just like, guys, 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 everyone <laughs> shut up. It's happening. It's happening. It's so funny. <laughs> And I love how, like, right in the beginning of the episode, he says, what does he, what does he say? Like, I was uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Because that's what that movie does. But you still just somehow you, you love it. Have you had a, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Somehow you love it. What were you going to, no, you said, we're going to say something. Somehow you love it. No, that's all I was going to say. Like, but I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I would watch it again. (laughs) See, that's the problem with this dumb movie. Um, I was going to ask in this viewing, have you, I know you have found some that you're like, oh, I'm not liking this as much as I remember. Or, but like, have you found some that you're like, okay, like, do you have like a top five Sandy movies? Ooh, let me, let's bring up the Google Doc. Okay. Shall we? Yeah, and it's it's out of like you just enjoy them. It doesn't mean they're good, because what we've learned is that she's always good. She's always good, and even if the movie is not great, Mm -hmm. she is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Practical Magic is definitely up for sure. Um, Oh my god, that was like a formative movie for me. Always, yeah. Our Brandon Crisis was actually really good. Like I did not see that when it came out in 2015 because I was like, this doesn't seem like a movie I would enjoy because it's about like. Um, I don't know. Like it. political spinners and like fixers, oh. and they like win, um, basically win elections for people. Oh. Um, Ooh, and so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like I saw the trailer, I was like, no. But then I watched yeah. it, and I was like, that movie was actually really good. Hmm. Um, what okay. else? Mm. Hope floats. Like I hate that I like oh. that movie. Yeah, it's so sappy. Yeah, so sappy. She's the queen of like sappy. Whoa, what about the proposal? Have you rewatched that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Always. I just thought I was thinking like sappy. That's False. definitely one that's like that's what's in your heart. Sappy and like funny and like dumb. Yeah, um, I love the proposal. Uh, While you were sleeping. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Demolition Man, <laughs> which I watch every few years. That's just fun. God, Telly was making fun of that, and I was like. Shut your face. It's I mean, an excellent movie. <laughs> uh, I it's such a mess. It is. I love the bit about like where like they're gonna like have sex, but I don't remember what she calls it. And then like um, yeah, and then she's like so grossed out that he's wants to do it the actual he's regular like, way. She's like what? <laughs> like exchanging ew, fluids? Ew. And I was like, ew. she's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> like in the future, what year is Demolition Man supposed to be taking place in? Do you remember? 
It's. I was like, is it now? What time? When do they wake him up? <laughs> it's gotta be like twenty thirty or something, right? I don't know. Maybe not. Future. Feels like it's probably not that far from now. I should know this. No, no, no. Demolition Man. He is cryogenically frozen in nineteen ninety six and oh. restored to life in twenty thirty two. Yeah, it's too close. So we've got a few more years before we have to start using the shells instead of toilet yeah. paper. And I yeah. still don't know how they work. Do you know there's an entire, well, there's multiple sites, but there's like a really long Reddit thread about how the shells work. And someone <laughs> sat down and spent several hours composing a Reddit response to exactly how they work. Isn't it like a like, big shell wow. and like two little shells or something too? It's like just it's not, like three. It's I know it's three shells. Yeah, I remember that part. But I don't yeah. know. Hmm. Yeah. Shells, they are our future. I th- I only see that working for poop. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work for pee for ladies. That just sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it does sound uncomfortable. I have not yet rewatched Forces of Nature, but I'm hoping that I like it more than I did. I was did just you disappointed. Not like it? Wait, were you disappointed? I was disappointed in the end. I was like, oh. I invested all this time. Oh. And now I'm a little sad. I was at the time where I enjoyed, I thought I was like so forward thinking and mature for appreciating like when people like like wh- when endings don't aren't what you expect them to be or something yeah. based on the genre i was like oh see they didn't do the thing you wanted so that, therefore this is a more intelligent movie or something like that i got to that <laughs> point i don't know how if i would feel the same way now but i oddly like love that movie um because i guess like batflex like charming in it or something and yeah like i loved her she was i mean like i need to rewatch i haven't seen it since it like came out um Sandy yeah me neither so nuts in it um yeah. yeah and then it was really sad uh not to bum you out but like the guy who <laughs> is in love with ben affleck's fiance because that's the thing he's trying to get to his wedding right mm-hmm. yep so the like childhood friend that is in love with her died like soon after that movie Oh man! Yeah, I did not know that. And I don't remember if it was like an O, like an OD, like he had drug addiction, or if it was like a suicide or something. But I remember Mm -hmm. that he had died like by the time it was on like HBO because my parents had HBO. That's how I saw a lot of stuff growing up, and it like made it hard for me. I was like, oh, that guy just died. Like I was sad. That's sad. I know, especially the bit where he's like singing Phil Collins to her. (laughs) Oh man, you probably don't remember, but he's like that. Take a look at me now song. Oh, I just made my coworker watch um, Against All Odds. <gasps> like, oh, Against All Odds. Sent him of the file. Like, I watch this movie. Why am I not? Because I had never seen that movie until we watched it. Which so I don't. He, I still don't have the connotation. Oh, I love that movie. He is doing with do. Jeff Bridges what I am doing with Sandra Bullock. So <laughs> there's a lot of gems in there. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's yep. funny. I like it. God, Jeff Bridges in that movie is like. <sighs> too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Just too much. So hot. Too much. I told um uh my this is nothing to do with anything. But I what did I say something? Me and my roommate were talking about him getting older. It had context to do with something, and I was saying they're like, I feel like you're gonna you're gonna age like Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> it's like I know that's not that's a good thing. He's totally especially like out. I was like especially if he's out here. He's like crunchy and like you know like kind of nuts and like in a good way and <laughs> yeah 
love Jeff Bridges. Um, I guess Same. we should talk about this episode. Oh, yeah. Huh? What, um, speaking of. It's a good episode. Did you enjoy it? It's fun. I did. I enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. Um, what did, what did oh, we what watch? Did watch? Oh, sorry. Let me pull up my little thing. Um, so we watched ep- season five. Hey. Episode five. Hey, hey we made it. Um, <laughs> say it every day. We're making it We're making right it now. Right now. You're right. After all. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> this episode was called Bachelor Action. And that sounds dirty. It sounds like a little bit of a, um, uh, like a double entendre. Like everything was in the action. Oh, sorry. It's auction. Auction. <laughs> I thought that and I said action. That's why I'm in the mode of the episode. Like everything is kind of like a double meaning and kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And the, <laughs> kind of ridiculous. The, the, the lady keeps being like, I don't get that. Oh God, she was so good. Yeah. You can totally tell she's Suzanne so wrote good. these cards and she's like, what? What? Yes. Oh my God, Suzanne. Um, so it's Bachelor Auction. Apologies, everybody. Uh, which first aired... October 22nd, 1990. Wow, we're getting way into the 90s here, aren't we? It's like we're actually fully a 90s show because it's almost 1991. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with me. By this point, you and I are fully realized human beings. Oh, well, we were from the beginning. No, I mean, but like... when you have like consciousness. When you're like a toddler, you're not really... I mean, you're uh, alive, but... Yeah, we know what's going on, I guess. We can remember things. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we would not have gotten a lot of jokes in this episode. No. (laughs) We watched it on TV. Uh, So TV Guide reads, Anthony is self-conscious at a charity bachelor auction where Suzanne speaks up at the wrong moments that's how they're gonna describe what happens that's, oh, okay right let's so go with that. lenore i don't know who that oh i think Le, is lenore the one who's the teacher that's the student teacher yeah, yeah exactly that's played by john uh, sorry donna lynn levy the mc she's great she's a uh, rena craig um and then hey they gave credit to the cowboy uh, oh yeah who was played by cowboy. tom marovich who made me during that part? I was like, "Is this the actual village people right now? Like, what is happening?" <laughs> I don't remember the like the Baywatch dude from the Village People, but everyone else fits. Um, and the golf guy. So Leslie, what happened this episode? It surprised so, me. So yeah, we yeah. start at Sugar Bakers as per usual. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some heart in this episode. I mean, mm-hmm. there's heart in every episode, but like it's really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Jo's on the phone. Apparently, they have been paying for this magazine subscription but not getting it. And she suggests the next time they mail a bill, Just stapling staple. the copy of the magazine That's to so the funny. bill yeah. so that they get it. Magazines. Um, and she is talking to Julia and she's like, look, you know, working with you is starting to affect me. Like, I don't put up with as much crap as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's talking about like her I mean, date she sounded last like night. Terminator on the episode, I mean, on the phone. I was yeah, she did. Yeah. Um. So she had this date from the armpit of hell last night, yeah. and like the only thing that the guy did all night was just talk about how much money he had. So he would like open the door to his car and tell her how much the car cost, and then like look at his Rolex and tell her how much the Rolex cost. Mm-hmm. And Charlene's like, "How much did it cost?" <laughs> and she's like, "So you know when you call and the woman is like at the tone, the time will be blah blah blah." It would be cheaper to buy her and strap her to his wrist Jeez. than how much that roller that Rolex cost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she's like, and we get to the end of the date, and he walks me to the door. We're standing on the porch, and Charlene's like, any French kiss to you? And she says, no. And I don't know if there's something missing here, but I went back again because Suzanne interrupts, what? and she's like, you know, why not? It's the end of the night. You're standing on the front porch. It sounds like tongue time to me. Mm-hmm. 
But then we never find out because Mary Jo says no, but then she doesn't say like what happened. What happened? No, that's right. And so I felt like I was missing something. No, I, don't, I don't know. But it just it was just an excuse to 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 set the to go off on a tangent. For the episode, yeah, yeah. Because then Charlene it like goes into like why do rich guys always act like that? Like they think they can get any woman they want just because they have money. So like they're setting up this joke with Suzanne, mm-hmm. but then they never explain what happened with Mary Jo. Anyway. Nope. Um, and Suzanne's like, because they can, mm-hmm. and Charlene says, speak for yourself. And Suzanne I says, was. that's what I thought I was doing, Charlene. So good. <laughs> Just like all of that for that funny little joke. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems like a lot. And then Julia's like, Suzanne, don't you ever think of anything else except snagging some rich guy and like rifling through his pockets? No. And she's like, yes, Julia, sometimes I think about all the unfortunate people in the world and I think about how I can help their lives. Mm-hmm. And Charlene's like, what the heck are you talking about? Like, who is, <laughs> Where'd that who are from? you? And what have you done with Suzanne, mm-hmm. you pod person? Mm-hmm. And uh, she explains that she is on the charity committee of the Beaumont Driving Club. However, she is not a member of the Beaumont Driving Club. And Julia's like, oh. how can you do this? Is the Beaumont and Driving Club the one that has been in the other episode? The no. muffy, Muffin and yeah, that those episode people? where they're trying to get I Julia totally to join? Forgot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. And so Julia's like, you know, how how are you doing this? And um, Charlene's like, it's clear, you know, she's trying to get in their good graces and just hope that they'll invite her in, which is exactly what's happening. Yeah. And she is helping to coordinate the bachelor auction. And she has gotten Anthony to participate as one of the bachelors. And he comes in. They're like, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, all the money is going to the Salvation Army shelter. Uh, I really like them, and, you know, I think it's fun to have lots of women fighting to take me out for a change. And Julia's like, you mean, like, you don't mean you want to be a mindless sex object to be ogled and toyed with and used for your body. And he's like, yes, actually, I believe I would like that. Oh, my God. I absolutely love it. And Suzanne's like, don't worry about a thing. You're going to be wonderful. I'm going to be your coach. I want you to be the highest priced guy there. So she's going to become his pageant coach. Mm-hmm. Just like um, Michael Caine in Miss Congeniality. <gasps> Speaking of Sandra Bullock movies. <laughs> no, I w- that might be what I need to watch tonight. Both, oh, both I did them. that last week. Was, <laughs> I'm, I, number two is up next. I have them both. Oh, um, so good. And Anthony's like, I know I should be insulted, but I'm kind of liking this. Mm-hmm. And then we just, like, right into the action, cut straight to the auction. Oh, it's there. Like, no more filler. We're just... That's it. It's happening. I was like, damn. Um, right. There is some golf pro dude from the uh, the club, the Beaumont Club, who is being auctioned off. And Mary Jo's like, I know him. He's not bad. I might have to put in a bid here. Mm-hmm. It is important to note that we will bring up Mary Jo has had one daiquiri, so she has mm-hmm. lost her mind. Um, so for your date, if you win with this guy, you get private golf lessons followed by dinner at the club. Everything has been donated by the club. This guy's 32. Okay, like, I am 32. Mm-hmm. He looks yeah, like I know. 45. I had that same thought. <laughs> he might actually I was like, be, we're the same age. He might actually be 45, though, the way things work here. That's true. Oh, that is man. true. Like, he does not... He does not look like someone that he I would want to definitely doesn't seem like a bachelor. As someone my age. Yeah, no. Like, I don't... I don't know. No. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lady points out that he is a tad bit bitter about never joining the pro golf tour. <laughs> I was like, wow, way to call him out. Yeah. And then um, on the card, it says, I know I sure would like to play around with him. And she's <gasps> like, I don't, I don't know what that is. So I don't, funny. I don't understand this. So funny. 
And so they start the bidding at a hundred dollars and like people start bidding and the, the price goes up mm-hmm. and Mary Jo's like, I don't know about this one. You know, he's kind of got a gut. Like I'll wait for another one. <gasps> Horrible. Like, Mary Jo. And she's Horrible. like, no, I'm enjoying this. The tables are turned. Like for once we have the bucks and they have to strut it out for us. We work hard and we should all pull our money together and buy ourselves a man. Oh my God. And Charlene's like, also oh, she's Lord. missing out thinking that you need to have like a certain physique. Yeah, there's so much more True out story. there, girls. So much more. Charlene's <laughs> like, oh lord, she had a daiquiri at the free party, and We're now in trouble. she's got power surging through her veins. In trouble. And she's like, I only had one. <laughs> and she's like, uh, if I want to buy myself a man, I will. I might buy two and give you one. <laughs> oh boy. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Charlene's like, I don't know. This doesn't seem like a good idea. And she starts talking about the episode of I Love Lucy. When Ethel oh, and yeah. Lucy go in trouble because they go to an auction, but every time they like brush their nose or like scratch their ear or something, like they accidentally bid on something. Mm-hmm. And then she tells the story about how Oprah went to an auction one time and bought a table worth $20,000 for $200,000. And she's like, Did you ever think like maybe she didn't want it? Maybe she was just swatting a fly away or something? It's such a ridiculous. It's a very her thing to talk about. Yes. <laughs> like yes. making something seem nervous and scary when it doesn't need to be. Like, what are you talking about? And then Anthony shows up at the corner of the stage, covering himself with a curtain, calling out for Julia. Um, what we can see of him, he has on like a hard hat and aviator sunglasses, and he's wrapped himself in the curtain so we can't see anything else. And Suzanne's <laughs> like, oh, he's going to be so good. I'm so excited. Oh, I, knew. I knew something was going to happen. And he's calling for Julia. So she goes backstage. He is in cut off Daisy Dukes, a wife beater. Look. A hard hat, a red handkerchief wrapped around his neck, mm-hmm. and like a contractor's belt mm-hmm. that's like longer than his shorts. Those shorts. They're so short. Shorts are so short. I just like. They cannot be comfortable. Like sometimes I have like these shorts that I put on just like to walk my dog um, in the morning before I get dressed if it's a weekend or like when I come home. And they're, they are like too short for me like I'm or not they aren't too short but like I don't like very short shorts I always like they have to be like low <laughs> for me yeah. to feel like I'm not pulling at them and I was thinking of poor Anthony I was like oh my god I know exactly what that feels like you're like these are too tall I don't like so much leg <laughs> it's just too much yeah poor thing and he's like begging Julia to help him he's like they made me wear this and she's like it's very nice it's very mm. cool yeah very <laughs> ventilated <laughs> And Anthony's like, I did not think this through. Like, I feel like Toby on Roots. I can't believe that they made that that joke. Make it again. What? I know. I know. And Julia's like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, a lot of these women went to a luncheon beforehand, and there were two Mm -hmm. for one special on lemon daiquiris. That sounds refreshing. It doesn't look like you're going to be in for a good time. It Mm -mm. does sound refreshing. No. And he's like, I've changed my mind. I don't want to be a sex sex object anymore. (laughs) And Julia's like, There's not anything I can do. Um, he's like, yes, you can. You see that woman? Like they go out there and at some point in this, like the woman comes by and she's like, no touching the merchandise, blah, blah, blah. And, um, there's the cowboy is who Julia like happens to accidentally run into. Um, since he's credited, we should give him a shout out. Um, and 
So Anthony takes Julia out with the curtains, and he's like, "You see that woman, Lenore Farkoff, Farcroft, something like that." Whoa, did you um, write that down? She, I did. Wow. <laughs> she was a student teacher at my junior college, and she's been trying to get with me for four years. Like she's worked herself up into a frenzy. Look at all that money she's been counting out. She's been saving this up for years. Julia, you got to do something. Keep her from buying me. <laughs> she's like, I mean, how am I so to do cheesy that? when they look out, and she's just like, <laughs> like all these, yeah, bills. like counting her money is too much. She and looks he's like, like, I don't know how you're like going to do it. Like an old-timey cartoon character or something. It's too much. <laughs> he's like, but y'all got me into this. You have to do something. Mm-hmm. And um, so Anthony's like, this makes me feel so cheap. And mm-hmm. so then Julie goes back out and Mary Jo is talking about how, you know, she ought to get in on this guy who's like a lifeguard or dressed like a lifeguard. She's like, I think if I can make my house payment late and switch to generic dog food, I could swing it. Yeah. Jolene's like, you're out of control. Stop it. Yeah. And she's like, look at his stomach. It's so flat. You could eat dinner off of it. Ew. I mean, it is. It, I wouldn't want to, but <laughs> you could. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> um, Anthony is up next. And then he comes out. And he looks like oh he's in a pageant. God. Like, he looks like a pageant queen. Well, because, because Suzanne taught Suzanne him. has been training him how oh to walk God. and turn and all of that. So good. And um, the, like, the cards say you can call him to get your floor laid. <laughs> Or anything else. And she's, again, like, I don't Mm-mm. get it. Like, Susan Mm-mm. clearly wrote all these. Um, it says he loves polo, baccarat, and collecting Confederate memorabilia. I know. Everyone's like, and, oh. Uh, and like, I didn't know he enjoyed that. And Susan's like, I filled out the questionnaire. Mm-hmm, she's like, Anthony, do the turn. Do the turn. And so oh he's prancing God. around. Does oh the turn. God, this poor man. And Spark is a bidding war with the mm-hmm. lady and mm-hmm. some other ladies. And I mean, Julia of starts course. throwing out insults, like trying to get people, yeah, like yeah. trying to get people to, like, this not is bid so on him. She's funny. Like, what the hell does Su- this Susan very large... What the hell does Julia say? <laughs> She's like, he has a very large, flat head. It's just look mm-hmm. at that bottom. It's so big. Mm-hmm. And then what does she uh, say next? She... Mm-hmm. The, with the bit, the thing that she likes him big. What is? <laughs> oh yeah, no, she's she, she also starts like bidding, mm-hmm. and so she's fighting this woman bidding, and she's like, "Yeah, I thought you said like you know his bottom was big or whatever," and she's like, "Um, I like him big." It's so funny. Oh, you did not say that the way she did. <laughs> no, <laughs> was so I much didn't. more polite. It's so funny. She was like <laughs> stupid. It was so good. <laughs> Uh, and then Leona or whatever her name is bids $300. Suzanne is disappointed and Charlene's like, well, you know, what did you think he'd get? And she's like, at least 500. And then they're like, sold to Suzanne Sugarbaker for $500. Yep. Yep. So that's why they had that whole bit with, um, Charlene that you have to yell out numbers so that like, yep. you understand how it works. That's, that's actually some pretty good writing. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, Julia says, looks like you bought Toby. He said it twice. Mm-hmm. He said it twice. Yeah, it's not right. Uh, so later at Sugar Baker's, Charlene is telling Suzanne, you know, this must be a dream come true for you. Like, you finally got to buy Anthony. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne is very uncomfortable. And she's like, can we just stop talking about this? And Mary Jo's like, well, you're always calling him up and making him do stuff for you. And now mm-hmm. he's all yours for one night. Now you've got a date with him. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's not a date. And um, she's like, didn't you get? She's like, it's not a date. I'm not doing it. Mary Jo's like, didn't you get involved with this just so you can impress the committee? Like, if you don't do it, and they're not going to, like, be impressed with you because they're going to find out. And how are you going to explain that? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'll just tell them I got sick. And then she's like, fake coughs. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> it's too much. And they're like, Suzanne, she's like, then, you know, I think I am sick. Haven't you heard of that yuppie flu stuff? Like, I think I'm getting that Roseanne Barr disease. 
man that yeah, in like today's day and age i was like i know racism? i was thinking about that too <laughs> so bad and i was like i think you mean epstein bar and she's like mm-hmm. whatever it's that one where you can't do anything but lay around and nobody can prove that you have anything and julia's like that would be roseanne oh, bar disease oh calling her out calling her out mm. um and julia's like you're going on a date with the anthony, with anthony if i have to drag you like i'll come over there mm-hmm. and she asks julia why do you care and julia says two reasons first you can't say that you're going to do something get applause for it and then not do it mm-hmm. and secondly i'm really getting tired of how you treat anthony it's five seasons in come five on five seasons later Jeez. And Suzanne's like, well, I don't care, you know, what you're getting a little tired of. Like, y'all can all just go on a date with him. And everybody's like, yeah, I mean, we would. Mm-hmm. Like, platonically, it's just dinner with a friend. And then Charlene has some stories about workplace romances and how they can be tricky. Oh, she my God. She knew this couple in Poplar Bluff who tried it. <sighs> Story. Doyle Davis and Norma Caps. They mm-hmm. both worked at the Dairy Queen. Doyle mm-hmm. made the ice cream cones and Norma dipped them in the chocolate <laughs> in addition to her other duties. Mm-hmm. They started dating, and then they broke up, and they swore it wouldn't affect their professional relationship. But, of course, every time Doyle handed her an ice cream cone, she stuck it down his pants. Mm -mm. Perfect. She's like, that doesn't seem very professional to me. That is a waste of ice cream. (laughs) She's like... Everybody eventually stopped going to that Dairy Queen. That's so funny. They never got and their ice cream. That was the thing up in his pants. That they didn't. They didn't reveal that it was a Dairy Queen until that. It was so funny. <laughs> I was like, "This sounds like Dairy Queen." They dip them. Oh, oh she said at the beginning of the story. Shut up. Seriously. Oh, okay. Sorry. I think so. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> I missed it. I was like, "Oh, this sounds like Dairy Queen." I wonder. It was probably a better story because you didn't know because yeah. it was like suspense building. Yeah. Yeah. They should have just left it out. Yeah. <laughs> and Mary Jo's like, "I don't think I can add anything to that except." I think Anthony's great, and I wouldn't have a problem going to dinner with him. Yeah. And then Suzanne's like, it's not dinner um, with a friend. It's a date. Like, she's just convinced that he's planning this romantic evening. Well, it's Suzanne. Um, and she she's thinks like, the whole world is in love with her, so. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, the difference is what happens after dinner. Today, he said, I'll see you tonight. Can you believe that? <laughs> what do you think he meant? And they're like, I think he meant he'll oh, see, you tonight. see you tonight. See you tonight. So stupid. And Suzanne's like, I know y'all are thinking it's because he's black. Well, I wouldn't go out with a white convict either, so it's not oh racist. Uh-uh-uh. Oh, my God. And Julia's like, thank you for that enlightened viewpoint, Coretta Scott King. Um, I will be at your house to make sure everything Why happens. Why is that the reference? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. And Suzanne's like, good, you can be a chaperone. Mm-hmm. And Julia's like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne's like, I may be ridiculous, but I'm not stupid. See you at eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to later in the evening. Suzanne is in her pajamas, leggings, t-shirt, bathrobe, hair is not done, fuzzy slippers. Oh, it's great. And Julia's like, don't you think you should go get dressed? And she's like, no, this is what I'm wearing. And Julia's like, one of the best chefs in Atlanta is like, I she know. describes all the stuff he's cooking. Yeah. The least you can do is take a shower. Yeah. And... Suzanne's like, well, it's going to be hard enough to hold him off as it is. Oh, my God. What? So funny. Julia's like, I don't know, like, why this hasn't occurred to you, but Anthony probably doesn't want to come over here either, but mm-hmm. he's handling it with a little more grace and dignity than you are. As always. And she's like, please, he's probably at home anointing his body with oil. That, I was glad I was <laughs> home alone, because I almost fell off the couch laughing at that. <laughs> anointing his body she with oil. Like, Julie's like, that's it. I'm leaving. Oh She's God. like, you're not going to leave me alone with him, are you? And Julie's like, yep. yep. And then Suzanne makes this weird, distressed. That sound. Like cat sound or what something. Happened? I don't know. 
She goes to the mirror, messes up her hair more, oh and then God. says, oh, it's no good. I'm so gorgeous. That is how I get ready, like, every day. Every day. <laughs> Just mess up my hair like that. I look gorgeous. And then remind yourself how gorgeous That's you are. so funny. So the the doorbell rings and she calls for Consuela to get the door, of course, because we never see Consuela. Consuela, she, so she <laughs> the more upset that she is, the more um, she draws out the name. Her name, it was yep. impressive. Anthony comes in. He's in a nice suit. He's brought flowers and chocolates. Oh my god! I could I was also not... a snack for him because he's like, <laughs> I know you want me to get me out here early, so I figure I should eat quickly. When he came out in that tux, though, I was like, oh, I hope this was on, like, his reel when it was, like, the, you know, the year he died or something. They're like, remember him? Aww, and, like, that, because yeah. he's so cute. So cute. Uh, yeah. And she's like, oh, not you know, 30 years old. Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> Even a little bit. But go ahead. Sorry. And she's like, now that you're here, you know, it might not be so bad. Like, mm-hmm. they, they mixed this, all this nice food. Like, you can stay. Aww. She's like, it's just dinner with a friend. Nothing more. Yeah. And then we cut to a violinist playing. Well, and that wasn't dancing. included, as we knew. <laughs> like, that there's yeah, a they didn't violinist. say that. Jeez. Um, and so they're dancing. And he's like, you dance pretty good for a white girl. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's all those cotillion classes. I haven't danced in a while, though. Because every time we go out, all these men I go with I have all these lame excuses. And he's like, oh, yeah, like what? She's like, like they're lame. No, literally. They got arthritis or they broke mm-hmm. a hip or their pacemakers mm-hmm. malfunctioning. Mm-hmm. And she asks him uh, where he learned to dance so well. And he says, in prison, T. Tommy Reed loved I remember dance. remember that. The, he'd already talked about that before with the dance mm-hmm. competition. And he's like, you haven't lived until you have cha-cha'd with a guy on death row. That sounds about right. And Suzanne says, I can't believe I'm dancing with an ex-convict. Oh, God. <laughs> you think I'm good for white girls? Mm-hmm. He's like, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. And so... They're dancing around the room, and then we cut to later on the porch. Her bathrobe is tied up now, and um, she's like, you know, this evening didn't turn out like I thought it would, and Anthony said, me neither, and she says, it was fun. Like, I don't know why I always have such a good time when I'm with you. I guess it's because everybody else is trying to change me and to make me act right. You don't do that, and Anthony's like, well, maybe it's because I know something that they don't. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, what's that? And he's like, you're never going to act right. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, and she's like, well, it's nice to have one person who accepts accepts me the way I am. Hmm. Anthony, you're my best friend. Oh, no. That's so cute. Yeah. And he's like, thank you, Miss Daisy. Oh <laughs> and they God. both start laughing. And she's like, that. oh, you know what I mean. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. He's like, oh, it's getting late. And so they say goodnight. And then Anthony kind of, like, leans toward her. But then they both he fall does? off the porch. Like she, she was, like she off. was just like leaning way away. I didn't even notice him doing that. That was so, like because so yeah. It didn't so make like sense she leans yeah. and he leans because she leaned, and then they both fall off the porch. Yeah. And she's like, "What are you doing? You know I have a gun." Oh my and he's God. like, "What? You're standing on my arm. I'm all wet." And they get back up, and she's like, "No wonder you knocked over the bird bath. Like, what were you even doing?" And he's like. Suzanne, you were leaning so far backwards, you were going to step off the porch. I was trying to and catch she you. Did, yeah. And she's like, yeah, good job. Oh and he's God. like, what do you mean jerking away from me like that? And she's like, I don't want you to kiss me. And he's like, kiss oh you? God, no. Why, why would I want to kiss you? Like, look, Suzanne, let me ease your mind about this. I don't want to kiss you. Not now. Not ever. Uh-huh. And she's like, well, you don't have to be insulting about it. <laughs> He's like, there's water going down my back. You ripped the back of my coat. Like, it's this like is rented. Messed up. I'm so messed up. And she's like, oh, you know, Consuela can sew that right up for you. Like, I'll take you in. We'll get you a bathrobe while your clothes dry. It'll be fine. Anthony's like, I think I broke my arm. And she's like, can you move your fingers? And he does. And she, like, 
throws his arm away. And she's like, it's not broken. I don't think that's how you tell if your arm's broken. Go in the house. And she's like, drags him by his collar in the yeah. house. And he's like, now this is what I thought this evening was going to mm-hmm. be like. Yep. And so we cut to the next morning at Sugar Baker's. Suzanne has not come in, and Anthony is super tight-lipped. He hasn't said anything about last night. Oh, my God. Night. So Mary Jo and Charlene are, like, freaking out. They're trying to find out. And they're like, it's he like was holding his arm Charlene funny, is, again, putting a plate of crackers. <laughs> like, remember that time she's had, like, just that bowl of white stuff? Like, what? Is, yes. What is she <laughs> what ever is she doing? <laughs> no one knows. They're like, but like he was holding is, his arm funny this morning. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, no, something friend. is in a tinfoil pan, tinfoil pan, <laughs> and she's got crackers. I just was dying about that. <laughs> Always like, with the crackers. That direction. Like, so you're putting this stuff on crackers, on, on a plate, crackers. and now you're talking. On a plate. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. And Charlene's like, do you think she shot him again? Uh-huh. And you're just like, I don't think so. And then Suzanne comes in with this, like, big grin on her face, oh. and that was like weird. oh you know had the it was weird charlene asks her how the date went and she's like it wasn't a date anthony's been in my house a hundred times this is no different mm-hmm. and marriage was like how reasonable of you mm-hmm. why couldn't we think of that mm-hmm. and then suzanne's like you know <clears throat> when are you gonna think that anthony and i are just employer and employee and nothing more and then anthony mm-hmm. comes in with a huge smile on his face and he's like hey yeah. suzanne how are you oh my god like I'm good. How are you? And then she gives up. him her. Yeah, she's like, "Here's your watch. It was on the nightstand mm-hmm. when they got your clothes back." And then she asks about his jacket, and he's um, he's like, he's like "Oh, you know, they me. didn't even notice yeah. the little rip." And he's like, "But you like tore it off of my back so fast." Mm-hmm. And then they go into the stock room, and she's like, "We'll just go in here so we don't mess, we don't interrupt y'all." Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, I think, and so they're listening through the door, Mary Jo and Charlene. He's like, I think Consuela put starts in my undershorts. And then they start talking about all his clothes being gone. And Anthony ends with like, you're one wild woman, Suzanne Sugarbaker. Mm -hmm. And she's like, that'll just be our little secret. And they're listening to the door with these looks on their faces. And then it cuts to (laughs) the credits. This episode was so crazy. I thoroughly enjoyed it, though. It was fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you have mm-hmm. a favorite outfit? You've already episode? described it. Do you want to guess? Uh, is it um, Suzanne's bathrobe? Oh, that actually was my second one. Uh, oh. <laughs> it was Anthony's runway outfit. Like, oh, okay. what is like going on? <laughs> I mean, just out of sheer, sheer like, reveal, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it was going to be something. I was not expecting those shorts. Because, like, the golf pro looked like a, he's in a polo a and, like, khakis. Like, yeah. normal. And yeah. Anthony looks like he came out of the village, people. Like, <laughs> I guess because he's a contractor. So yeah. he's, like, try- that's the thing. I was, like, did the construction worker and the village people look like this? Like, I was trying to remember what he looked like. I don't think he wore tiny shorts, though. Um, no. Oh, my God. It was so good. It was so ridiculous. And then the second one was... Um, him wearing his uh, tux because I was like, oh, we just have both Aww. sides on the, in this episode, <laughs> just a lot. Um, what was your favorite outfit? Um, I liked both of those and Suzanne in her bathroom, but I would also mm-hmm. like to give a shout out to Anthony's final outfit. Oh yeah, I don't know if someone set this shirt on that fire. Shirt. 
or they like <laughs> tie-dyed it or did a marble thing. Like there's so much happening. So I don't in know if shirt. someone set the shirt on fire. <laughs> what that has to be like when you put the picture on the like show notes, please quote that. <laughs> I will. Like, let me let me put this print uh, screen right now. Oh my get god. But like it's it's random hues of like puke green and mm-hmm. brown and mm-hmm. some black and like so many i mean it's obviously like one material but they tried to make it look like so many patterns mm-hmm. yeah like so many yeah. in one shirt and i just it should it should be appreciated it's like how a lot of the like horrible caftans that i was looking at online <laughs> i was like oh yes. what is happening there that's what not necessary happening? i just just want a thing that's not shapeless on my body, please. Not, <laughs> not something that's that was set on wanted. fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so or like dropped in acid or something. Oh I don't. God. I don't know. It was all the above and tie dye. Everything. And, mm. Yeah. Mm. So, so, so what we love are the horrible looks in this episode. The terrible looks and the tux uh, and the tux. I was gonna say we gotta say tux. That was very important. Yeah. He came. It made me think for a minute. I was like, oh wait, I guess Mishak's um, accent was not southern, was it? I don't remember if it, if he spoke uh, natural because I only hear Anthony in my head, and I and I think yeah. Hollywood in in the the mannequin movie also had kind of a southern accent. But when he spoke French, I was like, what the hell was his natural accent? I need to <laughs> listen to like an actual uh, like an interview yeah. or something. Just to make sure, because I only hear Anthony. I'm like, and Anthony definitely has like a southern accent on the show. So that's the weird thing about Jean Smart. She's not southern either, right? But she has, yeah. But she's doing for the she. She's so popular, bluff. So that's weird. I really yes. need to watch uh, Legion. Oh, she's so good in that. Oh yeah, I've not yeah. seen that. Oh, it's so good. All of them are on Hulu, and now I think that they put the whole first season, and now there's a second season, mm-hmm. and she's pretty amazing. Anyway, um, Leslie, where can people find us? All over the internets. Mm-hmm. We are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on our Podbean site and on iTunes. We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everybody everywhere else, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, and Pinterest. If you do like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It does help. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We will catch you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Um, National Bowling Day, or people say it differently than I do. Bowling, how do you say? How do you say it? Bowling. Yeah, why is there a W? I don't know. Why is there a W in the word bowl? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It should just be like B O L L.